Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. By the way, Tropical Chevrolet located on Biscayne Boulevard, 88th Street, or you go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. It's time for Yes or Nose. Before we get to that, Nosey, we have a couple shout-outs I'd like to do here on the show, if you would let me for a second. Uh, first off, big shout out to the bearded Scorpio, right? Bearded Scorpio. That's who it my is. guy. That's your boy out there. Miami Mondo, of course, as well for always listening, always being a big fan of the show. Neho from power 96. I didn't, I, you know, one of our sister stations here at Odyssey, huge fan of Zach and the nose as well as Doug Plagans, who loves us as well. Panthers radio play by play. And another big shout out. To Andy and Julie Drucker. Am I right there with, with the names there? Is that what I'm at? It's just sometimes amazing that I feel like I'm just speaking to you, Zach, not really understanding the full ramifications of being on 560 from Miami all the way to West Palm Beach. But right. yes, apparently we have real fans and I like to celebrate them right now. So that was a little nice moment. So thank you all for listening. And Miami Mondo, man, you do it every year. Get to those playoffs, brother. We're going to bring it home. That's right. So Miami Mondo, the bearded Scorpio, Miho from Power 96, Doug Plagans, Andy and Julie. Uh, thanks for always listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. It is time, though. It is hour number two, top of the hour. So it's time to play the game. Yes or no's. It's volume 10 of that. Let me take a deep breath so I can get the intro. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for the award-winning segment we do here on Zach and the Nose called Yes or Nose. Ten questions I will ask Nosey. Nine of them will be fantasy football related. One of them will be life related, although it has a sports feeling to it today for question number 10. A couple Thursday night football things I just want to get out of the way before all the games start here tonight. It is the Bears and Panthers on Thursday night football, but it still is football. That's all we care about. But this one is really a uh, really an Al Michaels uh, lifetime achievement question. Could there be a worse Thursday night football game that we have tonight, Carolina and Bears, with a part two to it? Will Al Michaels retire before kickoff? Nose and maybe, <laughs> yeah, this is a it's a tough one tonight in terms of uh, all the players that you have to decide to start or not. It's a game that I would mostly try to, especially on the Carolina side, fade from starting anybody. Nothing worse than starting your season or excuse me, your week off with a very low fantasy total. And my God, doesn't it seem like my Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are just trying to get a paycheck and get out of there? I mean, it's amazing that you actually brought that up to me. It just feels like they're going through the motions. So he might retire by halftime. But I will say this. My God, at his age, does he still have it? 
he is a very on top of it play by play guy, but you could just tell he his heart isn't into it. And another fun fact of the day is did you know that that man has never eaten a vegetable in his life? Come on, Al Michaels? Go and watch an interview or Google interview with Al Michaels and vegetables and your mind will be blown. And it might, because he's perfectly healthy. He's probably reaching closer to his 80s. And he is a person who has never had a vegetable in his life. And he's perfectly healthy. Not even a by accident like beef and broccoli from the Chinese restaurant? Nothing? Zero. And he's passionate about it. Wow. Just a, just a steak and potatoes guy. I kind of like that from Al Michaels at that point. All right, that was question number one. We should just end at that point. Yes or no? That was a great answer and, and a fact that I'm sure plenty of people didn't know about. No veggie Al Michaels out there. Uh, all right, question number two. Let me just keep going. Uh, even with a backup quarterback or Justin Fields or even Jim McMahon throwing him the ball at this point, on a bye week for teams, can DJ Moore be trusted? Yes, but only if really Justin Fields is throwing the ball. Right. Yeah, it's it's a tough one there. Backup quarterback or even a 60-year-old Jim McMahon out there, it's tough to trust DJ Moore. And another one, and then I promise I'm done with Thursday Night Football, is Cole Komet the sneakiest tight end in fantasy football this season. One week, 20 points, three touchdowns. Another week, he's got one catch for four yards. Can I just consider him at this point the sneakiest tight end in fantasy football? No, because I don't understand what you mean by sneaky. He is either going to get you a big game because he gets those touchdowns or he's right. going to do absolutely nothing. So it's more closer to a major high risk reward type of player. I don't like your word sneaky. No, that's the uh, the definition of sneakiest would be exactly what you just said. So good answer by you at that point. Question number four is Joe Burrow QB number one this week over Josh Allen? Yes or no's? knows but he's darn close i do love us a joe burrow and by the way this happened last year he started slow last year and then he was unbelievable but josh allen no doubt on a monday night football at home really like him as my quarterback number one this week all right question number five i'm starting sam howell over jared goff this week yes or no's Yes, and that is a great question by you i love them both But Sam Howell, last week, 325 yards and a touchdown. Two weeks ago, 397 yards and four touchdowns. And yes, I'm riffing and not looking that up. I actually know that. At Seattle, you saw how the Ravens tore that defense up. This is not a good defense. I really like Sam Howell this week. Love some Sam Howell yes or no's questions on here. I think I ask one every single week. Question number six, C-Mac obviously is running back one off this week. Kamara or ETN RB2 this week would be the RB1 this week. Uh, oh, no, is, is C-Mac playing this week? Is 49ers playing this week? Did I write that down wrong? They are playing this week, my okay. friend. We're they starting are at over. the Jaguars against ETN. We're starting over. Question number six, C-Mac is obviously RB1 this week. Alvin Kamara or ETN RB2 this week? I'm taking Alvin Kamara, yes or no's. Yes, ETN is great, but he is going against a very angry 49ers team. Right. Where on the other side, the Saints are at the Vikings. Tough defense, Flores' defense, but much prefer Alvin Kamara uh, over ETN for specifically this week. Question number seven, wide receiver number one this week for me, C.D. Lamb. Yes or no? 
knows. I'm going with Jamar Chase this week, okay? That's who I'm going with against Houston. Big fan of Jamar Chase this week. And Stefan Diggs on Monday Night Football, I have ahead of him. But C.D. Lamb is number three against the Giants, and he is on the rise. But no, I like Jamar Chase, everybody, as my wide receiver one this week. All right, question number eight. Two wide receivers we like talking about here on the show a lot. Uh, don't get a lot of uh, mentions, but they will today on Yes or No's. Have Terry, scary Terry McLaurin and Mikey Pittman crack the top 10 wide receivers this week? Yes or no's? Yes on Pittman. No's on scary Terry. Scary mm. Terry has his highs and his lows. He's a good flex play. But Michael Pittman, I have, even in New England, as just a much better, highly targeted player. Go with my, I just like Michael Pittman more than Scary Terry. Michael Pittman in my top 10. I would say Scary Terry more in my top 20. All right, last fantasy football question here. And I am officially entering a name in the conversation for tight end one this week with no Travis Kelsey. His name is Dalton Kincaid. Yes or no's? Knows, but do I love Dalton Kincaid? Love him. I do, man. God, when he played for Utah, I had some special moments rooting for that guy. Let's just keep it nice and clean. I had a I had a whole trip of a buddy's trip betting on those Utes, and Kincaid came through for me. But let's be honest, uh Mark Andrews and Sam Laporta are the one and two, but right there is Kincaid. And if you picked him up, and I said with Dawson Knox. On the IR, Kincaid is easily, for me, week in and week out, a top five tight end, and he might project himself there. It's not out of the realm that he ends up being tight and number one, but I am still going with Mark Andrews because that connection between Lamar and him and Sam Laporta and Goff are very special right now. Right, yeah, it's a good one. I love Dalton Kincaid. What a good pickup, uh, and just a fun player to watch at this point, especially if you're a Josh Allen owner and you get those double strikes. All right, question number 10, normally a life question. Today it's a little bit of a sports question. College basketball has officially started. The NBA and the NHL are in the mix as well. College football and the NFL, we know we're in the middle, and the World Series has just ended uh, Texas Rangers, the champions. Rank where you'd want to go for the championship games six through one. The College Football National Championship game, the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl, Stanley Cup Finals, World Series, and Final Four weekend, rank them six through one. Oh, I mean, that's not that's not easy. So is the NHL is in one of those? And it, Stanley Cup Finals, World Series, NBA Finals, the College Football National Championship game, the Super Bowl, and the Final Four weekend, because it's a whole championship weekend. I've been to a bunch of those. Number six, the NHL. I mean... I do respect the NHL, but at the same time, it is of my lowest tier. Number five. Man, I've been to them, but the number five for me right now is going to be the uh, the NBA Finals, okay? Even though I am a diehard Celtics fan. Sorry, all you out there Heat fans, even though you got me this year. Mm -hmm. uh, the NBA Finals would be number five. Number four would be all right bring me back to where i got what i got left you got to help so me out here. you got the super bowl the college football championship the world series and the final four final four is next okay um well i know my i, mean, I gotta go first number one is the college football number two is the super bowl okay and then number three would be who the world series 
No, I'm going to put the, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. World Series is number five. NBA is number four. And then uh, number three would be what? Final Four weekend? Thank you. Okay. Uh, you got one too right. Much, too much for me to think. But no, man, you yeah, did get way one, too out of, for me. one out of six you got right. So congratulations. You got one one point out of the six. What's the correct answer? Number six is the World Series uh, at this point. Number five is the Stanley Cup Finals. You ever been to a Stanley Cup playoff game or the finals? You'd understand that. Number four is the NBA Finals. Number three is the College Football National Championship game. Number two is the Super Bowl. Number one is Final Four Weekend for championship games. So you did get number two right. You had the Super Bowl at number two. Your number one is the Final Four Weekend. Nothing like the Final Four Weekend. Except when you go to Arlington and your team loses in the first round and you have a flight out uh, after on Tuesday and you have to sit there from Saturday to Tuesday because your Florida Gators lost and now you have to watch UConn win the whole thing with Shabiz Shabiz Napier. Right. No, it is not the number one overall at that point. But okay, you're always right. Right, it's your game. Right. Well, you should have went uh, to one of the two times where they won the national championship, the Gators, or at least when Udonis was there and they got to the championship game against Michigan State, and Mateen Cleaves was a big P and tried to break his ankle in the first half and came back in the second half. And had the greatest turnaround ever. And Donnell Harvey had the worst game I've ever seen in my life. I love you, Donis. You had a Mo great Pete game. Mo Pete also beat the heck right. out of us, right? But I wasn't right. at those two events. I was at the one that made me want to cry. So right. that's my experience. And that's well, why my answer was that way. You lost the first game, but you, I, I got to the championship and lost. That was even worse. Sitting around, you're right. Well, the team's out in there has got to stink. But getting to the actual championship game and then driving home afterwards from Indianapolis – with uh, a Andrew Sawson in the car and Dana and and Brandon in the car was a a uh, yeah it was an experience to say the least at that point. So you got one point, very good. That's not bad from you uh, coming out of yes or no's. Let's get uh, to another break because we got to come back and we have to get to the sniff test and we have to get to the finality of the show with the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up in the final segment tonight. Let's take a break. This is Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. Get to Tropical Chevrolet. They're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. It's on Biscayne and 88th Street or the website MiamiChevy.com, Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We're back with the sniff test. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We did all of our normal stuff today. It's time for the sniff test. We still have some observations to get to as well, so we'll get that after the sniff test and the picks of the week coming up at the end of the show today. So every week, Nosey gives you three quarterbacks, three running backs, three wide receivers that all pass the sniff test. And with that said, there's three running backs, quarterbacks, and wide receivers that fail the sniff test. Let's start with that quarterback position. Nosey, give me a couple of quarterbacks this week that pass the sniff test. Yes, you are starting C.J. Stroud versus Cincinnati. I'm on the train, Zach, and I don't want to get off. Me I know it, it. I know. I know you do. It's going to be a bit tricky. So if you have a C.J. Stroud versus a Josh Allen or a Joe Burrow, you're obviously going to start the Josh Allen or the Joe Burrow. So we're not going to get too crazy. But if you're thinking of C.J. Stroud in a middle-tier uh, quarterback, for example, Trevor Lawrence, I'm going with C.J. Stroud over Trevor Lawrence on this type of week. So C.J. Stroud, I think the the fun is going to continue. Get him in your lineups, especially if you have him and one of the big quarterbacks is on a bye like a Tua or a Hertz. Next, I love me some Jared Goff this week at the Chargers. Uh, Listen, the the Chargers may have shut down Zach Wilson, but that is not going to happen with Goff coming off a bye. Amon Ross St. Brown, fully healthy. The full slate of weapons there. Sam Laporta, definitely love Jared Goff this week at the Chargers. And I don't know what this guy's done to become one of the themes <laughs> of this show. but Totally my fault, by the way. 100% my fault. Sam Howell. Yep. Last week, 325 and a touchdown. The week before, 397 and four touchdowns. Yes, you could start him if you uh, need a buy plug. And yes. He is a very solid, at this point, quarterback two if you start two or have a super flex. All right, C.J. Stroud, Jared Goff, and my boy Sam Howell, quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Move on to that running back position. Give me a couple that you like that pass the sniff test. Man, I think the best thing to happen for Josh Jacobs is Antonio Pierce becoming the head coach there. All of a sudden, you saw last week Josh Jacobs, the guy that you finally drafted in a spot that you wanted him to be that guy who gets 20-plus rushes. I literally watched, and I know if you were watching the game, you saw it too. They took Josh Jacobs in one drive and literally took him down the field, and they did not stop feeding him until he scored a touchdown. So, again, the change of the guard there I find to be a very good thing for Josh Jacobs safely put him in your lineup and expect good stats for the balance of the season. I do like Javante Williams on Monday night for uh, mm. football versus the bills. It's a banged up defense on the bills. I, I, you know, two of their best players, linebackers out Javante Williams is a very nice 
RB2 slash flex play. I uh, highly recommend getting the Carolina guy into your uh, lineup. Last but not least, Rashad White versus the Cards. Finally, Zach, this is a player that I was really jockeying in the preseason and then going into the first few weeks because of pure volume play and he's got really good hands. He catches the ball out of the backfield. So what was the problem over the first multiple weeks? He didn't score. Nope. Well, he's he's starting to score. I feel very comfortable with him as your flex play, especially in a PPR league. All right, Rashad White, Javante Williams, Josh Jacobs, three running backs that this week pass the sniff test. Let's end the passing of the sniff test with the wide receivers. Give me a couple you like this week that pass the sniff test. Man, DK Metcalf will have a big game. I am just saying it right now. I almost wanted to make him the nose pick of the week. Only one catch for 50 yards last week. Awful job in general by the Seattle offense. I expect a very big comeback. I'm talking about over 28 points in general for Seattle. And that means DK Metcalf's going to have himself a very good game. So start him with confidence as well. While we're discussing it, start Tyler Lockett with confidence. It's going to be a nice comeback week for Geno and those wide receivers. Next, another player who's been disappointing all season long for the most part because he's not scoring touchdowns is Chris Godwin. Yep. Versus the Titans. This is the week where he's going to score a nice touchdown. It's going to be within five. It's going to be a red zone within maybe a five yards, and they're going to get him a quick hit. He's going to score. I'm willing this to happen right now as I speak on the airwaves right now. Chris Godwin will score a touchdown for you. Get him in your lineups. And I'm going big or go home on this last one, Zach. Hollywood Brown, we discussed Mm. him earlier on the show, versus the Falcons. Kyler Murray knows how to throw the ball to Hollywood Brown. They have the rapport. They did it last year. He is such a talented player that simply has had no quarterbacks or ones that I think could get him the ball consistently so far this year. Right back into old ways, Hollywood Brown, with all the players that are on a bye week, with all the injuries that are going on, I do like him this weekend. All right, DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, Hollywood Brown, three wide receivers that passed the sniff test. With that said, and we gave you quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that passed the sniff test, there's going to be a couple that fail the sniff test as well. Let's start with that quarterback position. Nosey, give me three quarterbacks you don't like this week that fail the sniff test. I'm actually going to jump off the Minshew mania for a moment. Okay. He's at new England at the Patriots. You've seen what bill Belichick could do even to some of the better offenses out there. So I believe that the game plan for the defense is going to be very strong and that the Indianapolis Colts are going to heavily rely on Jonathan Taylor with a little sprinkle of Zach Moss. But uh, for the most part, this is one of those I would stay away from if possible. Man, Jordan Love at Pittsburgh with Christian Watson doing absolutely nothing this year. I mean, what a interesting situation because last year, so good. I mean, so talented with Aaron Rodgers. And now what happens with Jordan Love? The guy's invisible. Right. The weapons aren't there. Jordan Love looks like to be a bust. I am... Very, very worried about his future if he cannot get it together. And I do not see him getting it together against TJ Watt and that Pittsburgh defense in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that that pressure, man. The pressure is going to get to Jordan Love a little bit this week. Oh, yeah. And then let's finish with Deshaun Watson at the Ravens. Okay, look, Deshaun had a pretty good game. 
He had a few touchdowns, but let's be very clear on this. One of those touchdowns was one of the flukiest things I ever saw to Amari Cooper. He threw the ball into a defensive lineman's helmet. The ball goes, pops up in the air, and magically falls into Amari Cooper's hands. My point is the numbers could be a little deceiving. I don't mind Deshaun Watson moving forward. I don't. But at the Ravens, I believe that the Ravens have a top three overall defense. You could mash that in with a little San Francisco. There's a few really good teams out there. But the Ravens right now are playing an incredible side of defense. So I expect Cleveland to not have their best game. So I would balk on starting Deshaun Watson if that's something that you can do. All right, Gardner Minshew, Jordan Love, and Deshaun Watson. Quarterbacks that this week fail the sniff test. Let's move to that running back position. Give me a couple you don't like this week that fail the sniff test. Right on that same theme, I back these up on purpose. Jerome Ford at the Ravens. I don't like it. Okay, first of all, you got Kareem Hunt, who is right now just completely bitten into those numbers. So you have Ford and Hunt as a split chair. That's the first problem. The second problem is that Ravens linebacker core of Raekwon Smith and Queen are really nasty. It's a great defensive line. It's a great defense. Overall, I'm fading every Brown besides Amari Cooper. You can't leave him on your bench. But Jerome Ford, I do not like this week. And this is straight gut. We discussed in the first observation the absolute frustration of Bijan Robinson. And that's over the last few weeks. I don't take that Arthur Smith is going to feel the pressure to play Bijan Moore, but at the same time, I sort of do. So I'm making a gut call here that Tyler Algier is a bad start this week at the cards. I think he's going to have less carries than Bijan Robinson. I think Bijan Robinson will get more of the red side, red zone looks. Pure gut call that Tyler Algier is going to have a poor game and to leave him on the bench. And I just did a little sprinkle of Zach Moss in the earlier. Zach Moss is a player that we don't want sprinkles when we, I know you like sprinkles, Zach. I know you do. We do. I I don't mind them myself, but we do not want to start (laughs) Zach Moss at all this week. This is officially the Jonathan Taylor show for all the right reasons. He's dominant. Zach Moss is a good running back and might get a starting job elsewhere, maybe next year. But right now he's a guy that I know a lot of people start him as a flex last week hoping he'd have the big game or you know score a touchdown it looks like now officially this is the jt show so leave zach moss on your bench all right jerome ford tyler algier zach moss running backs that fail the sniff test for week 10 finish us off with the wide receiver position give me a couple for week 10 you don't like that fail the sniff test Well, I said I didn't like Gardner Minshew, but I will not say that about Michael Pittman because I do love me some Michael Pittman. But Josh Downs for the Colts, he's been really good. And this is a bye week. And these are players you need to start. But at New England, I simply do not like this matchup. I do not like it at all. So Josh Downs, I'd be benching if you were considering starting him. Calvin Ridley versus the 49ers. This is a strictly, I think the 49ers D is going to be very, very tough and difficult for Calvin Ridley. I do believe Christian Kirk of the two will have a better wide receiver game in general. So uh, Calvin Ridley, I know you have to start him. Mm. I get it. I'm just saying if you have other options, maybe let's look at them and or just I'm letting you know to start that, uh, you know, at your own risk at this point. And maybe I'll be wrong, but I don't see this being a nosebleed. And then last 
Michael Thomas at the Vikings. Michael Thomas at this point cannot be a starting wide receiver for you until he finds himself in the end zone. This offense is based around Alvin Kamara. And now we see Taysom Hill getting so much of the goal lines and the red zone looks. And then on top of it, Chris Olave is the number one wide receiver there, which leaves Michael Thomas on the outs, which I'm asking you to leave Michael Thomas out of your lineup. Oh, very good. Well done there. Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley, and Josh Downs, wide receivers that fail the sniff test. Michael Thomas, by the way, has just been awful. I mean, awful. In one of my leagues, I have to start him because that's just where I'm at. He has been so bad the last couple of weeks. And then, like, he'll tease you, like, with one game, he'll get, Correct. like, the six or seven catches, and he might even get into the end zone, and he has, like, 14 or 15, even 18 points for you. The next week, he's targeted twice. And has doesn't have a cat. Like it's just he's just one of those guys this year. He's on fantasy football reputation right now, why he's on teams, but that's basically the only reason why at this point, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, he had exactly how many catches last week? Say it. You said it. Yep. Do we have one, two, zero? No, he had zero, right? Yeah. He he, he had zero. Right. And the the week prior to that, he had a good game, four receptions for 68 yards. But my point is that's just okay. And uh, I just simply put at this point where there are so many options there, you need to just get a lucky touchdown at this point with Michael Thomas and us who are trying to strive for fantasy greatness. That is not what we're doing. We're going to leave him on the bench. Right. Carolina at Chicago is the Thursday night matchup, by the way, coming up after us tonight, the Sunday slate of games. We have another uh, breakfast game, by the way, this week from Frankfurt stadium in Frankfurt, Germany, the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots, 9.30 start there. The 1 o'clock slate of games, Houston at Cincinnati, New Orleans at Minnesota, Green Bay at Pitt, Tennessee at Tampa Bay, San Francisco at Jacksonville, Cleveland at Baltimore. The 4 o'clock slate of games, Atlanta at Arizona, Detroit at the Chargers, the Giants at the Cowboys, usually a really good game, hopefully this week as well. Washington at Seattle and Sunday Night Football, another game where they thought it would be Aaron Rodgers. The New York Jets back on primetime once again in Las Vegas. This was the Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams game, right? This is what this is supposed to be. Instead, you get Zach Wilson and you have Antonio Pierce coaching the other team. That's what it is. I can't believe how absolutely muddy this game is, but I will say this it's worse off of the, you know, when you hear it, the Jets are still four and four. I know. You're right. You're right. And the Raiders are still four and five. Okay. There's a lot of teams that have less than four wins out there right now. That being said, from an entertainment value, I do not want to watch another Zach Wilson game. No, but of course not. This Max Crosby on the defensive end for the Raiders is a lot of fun to watch. I'm okay. I'll just say, yeah, I like the Raiders defense. Why not? I, I don't want <laughs> to talk about these things, but you know, this Crosby uh, on prime time, He's really good, and I think he's going to make a play or two or three or four. So the Raiders at home, if they could just stop Garrett Wilson a little bit and start and stop Brees Hall, they should have a lot of fantasy points in sacks and turnovers, uh, and maybe probably a low-scoring game as well for the Jets under you know fourteen points. Right, Monday Night Football, by the way, Denver at Buffalo. Uh, that is your slate of games for this weekend, Kansas City. The Rams, the Dolphins, the Eagles all on by this week as well. Nosa, real quickly, I'd like to get to a one or two of those uh, observations we didn't get to. And um, 
there's a lot of good questions you have on here. I think one of them that I wanted to get to, because someone that we bring up all the time here on the show, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Will Levi's jeans is now the starting quarterback for Tennessee going forward the rest of the season. Mike Vrabel's made that up. Uh, you like this combo with Will Levi's jeans and DeAndre Hopkins? Obviously, it's working for DeAndre because he was not doing much before that, and all of a sudden he's back in the offense. Oh, yeah, no, this is a big positive for DeAndre Hopkins, okay? Let's be very clear. Do I like Will Levis? Yeah, I like him a lot. Fantasy-wise, not so much yet. Let's just see how he does in Tampa. That's a good test. It's a good defense. Let's see how he does. Uh, But, man, let me tell you, Zach, he throws a really good ball, and he's not afraid to throw the ball. And DeAndre Hopkins was working with Ryan Tannehill. That's so this is a right. definitely a, an upgrade. Okay, let's be very real. So maybe not this week, but I like having Hopkins on my team. And I like having Will Levis as a backup quarterback and or a third quarterback in a two quarterback system that might make his way into your starting lineup. Overall for the Titans, I like their move. I like the fact that they're giving the kid the ball. Ryan Tannehill officially, Zach, is toast. So it's an end of an era for many people down here, but he just lost his starting job and I don't see him getting another starting job next year in general. So RIP Ryan Tannehill. It was a nice little ride you had. Uh, Obviously the Dolphin fans know all about it. Uh, We sure do. Not bad uh, career, by the way, probably racking in uh, slightly under 200 million in his career earnings and starting for two different franchises for a couple of years. Let me tell you this, by the way, with Ryan Tannehill, if he is healthy, fully healthy, nothing wrong with him, there are going to be two or three teams next year looking for some sort of help at quarterback. Ryan Tannehill will get a job. I don't know if he'll be starter week one, but by week three or four of that NFL season next year, very good chance Ryan Tannehill is a starter for one of these crappy teams. 100% agree. Yeah, it sucks. You know, like uh, uh, for Ryan Tannehill, it's great because even if you're a career backup, you're still going to make a good amount of money. But this guy is going to make some more money starting for a team, I think, by, at worst, week four or five next year. He's going to be serviceable. I mean, look right. who, look who's right now the starting quarterbacks over the last few weeks for, like, the Bears and, you know, the Cardinals before Kyler Murray comes in. How about going forward for the New York football Giants? Danny DeVito. I mean, the oh Penguins. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's right. He was bad I, in Syracuse. I right. Mean. Like, I just can't believe – that that's the guy, like the emergency number two, like not two, but he's a three guy on their team, but holy moly. Right. Like this is a tape show. I wouldn't be surprised at any point within the day, within the hour. And it's not so far away that right. there's a, a change of the guard. Right. He cannot and will not be the starting quarterback over the, after this week. It, there's going to be some type of player that you just suggested, like a Ryan Tannehill type right. that would be able to come in or somebody, but because my God, I, I think the Giants – what a disappointment this year, just in general. People had them going towards the Super Bowl, and they loved Dable because all for the right reasons. They had a really underdog, very well-coached season last year. What a disaster this year has been for this team. If you're the GM of the Giants right now, don't you want Danny DeVito to kind of start the rest of the season? You're 2-7, and seven, maybe get a top-three pick, maybe draft another quarterback. If You know, you're still going to have to pay Danny Dimes. He still gets tons of money for the next year, I think, or two. But, like, at that point, don't you just do that? I mean, you go out and suck. I mean, Carson Wentz just went to the Rams, just in case. But, like, if, if, do, you, do you just start him the rest of the season and, and try to go 2-15 and 15 on the season? 
let's just say I'm a very big fan of Caleb Williams and his uh, playmaking ability in the NFL and Drake may ain't half bad too. So it's a, it's a tricky situation. What the shame of it is if you're a giants fan is the four year, like $160 million contract that Daniel Jones is currently sitting on. But after a torn ACL at this point of the year, he's probably out for uh, a majority of the next year. And then on top of it, he needs to be effective at all. He needs his legs as well, similar to Kyler Murray. This is, yes, the answer is yes. I would probably say that, but does that GM, and maybe I don't know who it is. I know it's not Gettleman anymore, but at at the end of the day, you know, this guy could lose his job. So I I don't know, but for the giants fans out there, I'm hoping to lose every game. I'm hoping DeVito is the quarterback, not for the, you know, and, and maybe the ownership as well, because yes, Daniel Jones is not the answer. I don't care how much you paid him. That was a mistake. You have to write that off and move on. That's how I feel about the giants quarterback situation. All right. This is Zach and the nose fantasy football show brought to you by tropical Chevrolet. If you're in the, Shopping for car mode right now before the holidays. We know you're busy. You're going to get in and out of Tropical Chevrolet in under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street, or you can go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We're going to take a break, wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose right after this. All right, back here to wrap things up. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We got the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up. Any second now, before we do that, we still had an observation or two I wanted to get to. Uh, we talked about him real early in the show knows Josh Dobbs and the Minnesota Vikings offense going forward. J- Jefferson's now in the 21 day window. Who knows if he's coming back in time or if he sits out the rest of the year, who knows, but what do we got going forward with Minnesota's offense with Josh Dobbs? Man, the truth is, I'm going to say, I don't know what we have, but I want to find out because what he did last week was nothing short of miraculous. Coming back, beating the Atlanta Falcons, right? Like in really amazing fashion on fourth downs, running for first downs, finishing the game and scoring total of three touchdowns. So Josh Dobbs, not my favorite uh, quarterback per se, but you put him with the weapons of Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, you have yourself a player who could get those guys the ball. And let me tell you, Jordan Addison is explosive. And let me tell you, TJ Hawkinson is a top three uh, tight end in this game in general. So what do we know? We know that there is a chance, and we got to find out that he at home versus a good Saints defense, if he has a good game, and if he could get those rushing yards, he is definitely a viable quarterback two and or a super flex quarterback. But again, this is a tough Saints defense, okay? Right, right. First in the NFC South, Vikings are at home. So what I want to see is how he distributes the ball, how many times he throws the ball, how many rushes he gets, and of course, if he could score. So the overall thing is Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, coming from Kirk Cousins, then all of a sudden it was to the dude Hall, the BYU quarterback who couldn't do anything. Now those guys, more than anything, it's more about those players have a shot to be fantasy relevant again. So I'm really actually excited in a football fan slash NFL fantasy fan to see how he does in that offense. I'm not getting too excited about him, but Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson, for sure you could – have a, like a bit of a relief right now because 
He is definitely a, they made a trade. He's a competent backup but with the idea that he wants to obviously be a starter in this league. We'll see. We'll see. That's all I can say. I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't start Josh Dobbs. I would definitely start Addison and or Hawkinson. All right. Brings us to the end of the show where the nose has to give us two picks here. The tight end nose pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. Let's start off with that tight end. Uh, Nosey, we're waiting for it. Let's hear it. We discussed him a lot, Zach, and now it's in a making it official. This is Taysom Hill, the New Orleans Saints, whether he's running, throwing, or catching, and he's literally doing all three right now out of nowhere over the last three weeks, which we discussed in the first hour. He is averaging 15 fantasy points or more. He is now a purely viable starter, and in my opinion, probably a top five, closer to the fourth or fifth overall tight end until he tells me, unless he is not getting those red zone looks, right. he is a must start. And by the way, he is getting those red zone looks, which is terrible for Derek Carr. That's a, what you call a sidebar. But Taysom Hill, tight end, nose pick of the week. All right, finish the show off. It's time for the nose pick of the week for week 10. The mic is yours. I've been using the nose pick of the week to wake up players. It worked last week with Chris Olave. And I'm doing it again for all of you, Tony Pollard fantasy owners. The time is now. It's never been more now than right now. He was a top 15 overall pick. And let me tell you, he's been very average at best. Last week, 12 rushes for 51 yards. Two weeks ago, 12 rushes for 53 yards. Do we see a theme? Yes, we do. Are we going to change that this week? Yes, we are. Tony Pollard. They need him to be very good. This team is moving in a direction of making the playoffs and making a run to go against the Philadelphia Eagles, to go against the San Francisco 49ers. Tony Pollard needs to be a big part of this offense, and I'm calling it out right now, Zach. He is going to have over 100 yards, and he's going to find the end zone at least once and maybe twice. Tony Pollard, wake up! Nose pick of the week. All right. For Nose for Danny Garcia, I am Zach Krantz. This has been Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. They're on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street or go to the website MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Good luck in fantasy this week. We hope you get the win unless you're playing me, and I hope you score no points and you get the big L. We'll speak to you next week. This is Zach and the Nose. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.